Hello, Michelle Laurie here, and as promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane, and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio, or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so you know we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian True Crime Live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, loves. We have another recommendation for you, and this one's a bit of a crossover. It is a pop culture podcast called Tied Up, and it's hosted by two friends of mine, Sonia and Simon. This episode, I think, will be of particular interest to you because they're talking about Alec Baldwin and whether or not he'll face charges for that terrible shooting incident that took place on the set of his film Rust. Alec and his wife, Ilaria, who looks Spanish, sounds Spanish, but actually is not, which is another potential crime they may discuss, have recently welcomed their seventh child, as if facing possible jail time isn't stressful enough. I'll leave the rest of the details to Sonia and Simon. Hello to the esteemed members of the Australian true crime community. It is Sonia and Simon here, the hosts of the weekly pop culture podcast called Tied Up. And we wanted to extend our warmest thanks to Michelle and the entire Australian true crime team for shining a spotlight on our podcast this week. Today, we delve into the recent and highly publicized charges of involuntary manslaughter leveled against Alec Baldwin and examine the global ramifications of this unfolding story. As always, Tied Up can be found on all major podcast platforms and we hope you'll give us a go and enjoy our in-depth analysis and commentary on all things pop culture. So, thanks for listening. 
coming up today, Alec Baldwin to be charged with involuntary manslaughter. This is Tied Up, a podcast where we discuss and dissect the biggest pop culture stories that have made an impact. My name is Simon Baggs. And I'm Sonia Jarshan. Big episode today, Son. Huge. It's going to get very serious. going to be a lot of information thrown at you guys. Yeah. So bear with us because it's very important that we get this information right. All right, let's get stuck into today. What are we tied up with this week? Alec Baldwin and the charges of involuntary manslaughter, a story that has been flooding the news cycles and rocked Hollywood for the past two years, is, of course, the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins at the hands of actor Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin could face prison time of up to five years for involuntary manslaughter. Today, we're going to break down everything we know about what happened on the set of the film Rust. On October 21 of 2021, at the Bonanza Creek Ranch in Bonanza City, New Mexico in the US, cinematographer Helena Hutchins was fatally shot. Director Joel Souza was injured on the set of the film Rust when a live round was discharged from a revolver used as a prop by Alec Baldwin. As you can imagine, after the incident occurred, there was a lot of panic on the set and the script supervisor called 911 immediately. Now, I'm going to play you the call that was made to emergency services. Take a listen to this. Santa Fe Fire and EMS on the location of emergency. Two people accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Okay, Nanza Creek Ranch, come on. Stay on the phone with me. We're going to get some help, okay? Director and our cameraman, camera woman has been shot. Are they going to take him to the road? So was it loaded with a real bullet or one? I I cannot tell you that. Okay. We have two injuries from a movie gun shot. Okay. We're getting them out there already. Just stay on the phone with me. Okay. Okay. This fucking that yelled at me at lunch because asking about revisions. This motherfucker. Did you see him yell at my table and yell at me? He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible for the damage. Now, Mimi? No, no, no. I'm a script supervisor. How, I ran how many people were injured? Two I, that I know of. I was sitting. We were rehearsing, and it went off, and I ran out. We all ran out. Is there any serious bleeding? I don't know. I ran out of the building. What that's we that's needed. Fine. I still have to go through these. Okay. Are they completely alert? We don't know. Maybe. Hello. Where on the where on the property are you guys? Okay, they're getting there as quick as they can. Um, help us on the way, okay? If you can- okay. According to reports, Alec Baldwin had been practicing drawing his gun from his holster. A bullet pierced Joel Sousa's shoulder, then fired directly into Helena Hutchins' chest. She was rushed to hospital where she was later pronounced dead. According to a warrant from the police investigation, the gun Alec Baldwin fired was handed to him loaded with a live round by assistant director Dave Halls, who told him it was cold, meaning it didn't have any live rounds. According to the Los Angeles Times, crew members quit the production a couple of hours before the shooting occurred over concerns related to safety. Some of the complaints referred to gun inspections and COVID-19 protocols not being followed. 
Three crew members who were on the set told the LA Times that there were two accidental prop gun discharges before the fatal shooting happened. So from what we've just heard, it sounds like there were major concerns about the safety on the set of Rust. Several crew members going to the LA Times speaking about how they felt unsafe, people quitting the job before the fatal shooting happened because of the safety procedures that weren't being followed. There's a lot going on and it sounds like no one was being held responsible for taking charge of the safety procedures on the set. As you can imagine, attention was immediately drawn to the set's armorer. For those who don't know, on a huge set like that, if there are weapons involved, there is always an armorer on set. That person is responsible for loading and handing weapons to cast members as well as checking them. So that role is massive. And every show you watch, every film you watch that has a weapon, even if it's a knife, an armorer is on set. I would have just thought use fake guns, use fake knives, use fake, make it fake, but I guess it needs to look authentic when it's on screen, right? These guns bags, some of them are, when you say a prop gun, it's not necessarily a real gun. It has blanks in it, but sometimes blanks can fire. It's not necessary at all anymore. It's never been necessary. Like I'm sure we all understand we're watching a movie. You don't actually have to shoot the person. That's so true. It's so true. But maybe they were doing it because they needed the reaction from the person so that when it does hit their chest or whatever of it is, course. they do kind of flinch or... Like the camera can tell if it's fake. Mm. So this is not something new. Weapons have been on set for years. This is just a horrible accident yeah. gone wrong. The armorer on the set was a 24-year-old woman named Hannah Grutesque-Reed. She was an inexperienced armorer and reports about her recklessness on other film sets started to flood in. Sources claimed that Hannah had a history of reckless behavior after she previously gave a child actor a gun without checking it on the set of Nicolas Cage's film, The Old Way. In December of 2021, Alec Baldwin did an interview with the ABC in America where he denied pulling the trigger. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. In August 2022, the FBI released its report into the case. Their findings were based on forensic analysis of the gun. They stated that Alec had to have pulled the trigger in order for it to fire if the gun was cocked like he said it was. Alec then doubled down on the fact that he did not pull the trigger and told Chris Como on his YouTube show that the only question to ask is who put the real bullet into the prop gun. Take a listen to this. So if you pull the hammer back and you don't lock the hammer, if you pull the hammer back pretty far, in old Western movies you'd see someone fan the hammer of the gun. The hammer didn't lock. You pulled it back to an extent where it would fire the bullet without you pulling the trigger, without you locking the hammer. The man who's the principal safety officer on the set of the film declared that the gun was safe when he handed it to me. Now, why did he say that if he didn't know, if he hadn't checked? The point is, all of us were told that everything was cool and you can relax and we're working with a gun that's safe to rehearse with. There's only one question to ask here. Who put a live round in the gun? That's it. There is no other question to ask. Now, in that same interview, Alec was asked why he hired Armourer Hannah because, remember, Alec was a producer on the film and therefore had the power to decide who worked on it. He is what he told Chris Como. Even though this doesn't pertain to me and my responsibilities, nobody came to the production and said, don't hire her. She was hired. She's in a union. There was no complaint. No one came to the producers and said, the producers are blameless for that. 
I will say, even though I have my issues with them, the producers are not people who um, uh, were warned not to hire. Do you think that the producers had reason to know that there were screwed up things happening on that set, that there could be danger? Uh, That's a much more involved question that I don't want to get into now. But the bottom line is, is that there are people I spoke to who I admire and respect. And I said to them, did you think that this was an unsafe set? And they said, no. So it does to me sound like Alec is doubling down, like you said, Bags. He's explaining himself, but then not really giving any answers. He's saying, well, why would I as a producer not hire Hannah? She was in a union. She had all the qualifications. He wasn't told anything bad ahead of this. All these reports came out after the fact. So I kind of understand where he's coming from, but it does sound like it was a very unsafe set and something he should have been across. If he's a producer, you should be across that stuff. It's your film. Now, Helena's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and others involved in the production, saying he directly caused her death and that he was negligent in his handling of the gun, not to mention safety protocols on the set. In October of 2022, that lawsuit was settled and the filming of Russ continued with Alec Baldwin stepping down as executive producer. Now, while things may have been settled civilly, there's still a criminal investigation taking place and the district attorney addressed the press on Friday the 20th of January 2023 saying there was sufficient evidence to file criminal charges against Alec Baldwin. The DA is prosecuting Alec Baldwin and Hannah Grotesque-Reed on charges of involuntary manslaughter. Now, you might be thinking, how can they charge them when it is an accident? Well, the DA explained that in an interview with CNN, and here is what she said. Just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. Um, our involuntary manslaughter statute covers unintentional killings, unintentional homicides. Unintentional means they didn't mean to do it. They didn't have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway. And it happened because of more than mere negligence, because of they they didn't exercise due caution or circumspection. And that's what happened here. And is Baldwin being charged as an actor who was holding the gun or as a producer on the set who was negligent about the safety standards? Can you help describe that? He's being charged as both. Um, He was the actor that pulled the trigger. But also as a producer, he also had a duty to make sure that the the set was safe. Nobody was doing their job. There were three people that if they had done their job that day, this tragedy wouldn't have happened. And that's David Halls, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed and Alec Baldwin. If they had just done their basic duties, we wouldn't be standing here. Now, the question remains will Alec Baldwin go to jail and this all depends on the outcome of court proceedings to convict Alec Baldwin of manslaughter assuming the case does go to trial the prosecutor will have to convince a jury of two things the first that Alec Baldwin could not reasonably rely on Hannah Grotesque Reed to do her job and ensure that the gun did not have any live ammunition in it and the second that Alec Baldwin acted recklessly or at least with criminal negligence by not checking the gun and the ammunition himself before pointing the weapon at the person he killed. So to wrap it all up, Alec Baldwin is facing two charges. Here is the first charge, involuntary manslaughter, a fourth-degree felony that carries a maximum sentence of 18 months in prison. The second charge, involuntary manslaughter in the commission of a lawful act, is also punishable with 
up to 18 months in prison, but prosecutors tacked on a firearm enhancement to the charge, which would mean Baldwin could spend a maximum of five years behind bars. That's wild. Yeah. And we don't know the outcome just yet. There's going to be more news on this. It really doesn't look good for Alec Baldwin right now. Like criminal charges, this is a huge disaster for him personally. And I could not imagine how he would be feeling in this moment. Life is so fragile, right? And there's moments that happen in people's lives. Mm. And this is such a pivotal moment. Totally. You know, one moment Alec is on a set filming a film, doing his daily routine that he's done for many years. And then the next moment, you know, he's being accused of shooting someone. Of murder. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been going through this for two years now. No doubt he will have some very savvy lawyers on his side to help him get out of these convictions. I can't help but feel that there is going to be some jail time for Alec and it would be interesting to find out if he has to do it in a prison or at home. At home, how does it work? Like, Mm. is he going to get special treatment? Like, he is a very big celebrity. Uh, They can't just slap him with a fine and say, thanks, you know, you're done. I feel like there has to be some kind of resolution with this. So we will bring you more information on this case as it comes to light, uh, but that's everything we know so far. All right, that is it for us today. Big episode, Son. It was really big. Yeah, pretty heavy too, right? It, oh, just that that 911 call got me good. Like, it was hectic to hear that. What would you do? Like, what would you do in that moment? I mean, you, your mind would be going all over the place, but I guess where my mind goes is like, why don't you go inside and actually pass on this information correctly? Totally. That's what I was thinking when I was hearing that call. I was like, just get there. And because this lady who's on the line wants to know so that she can. Yeah. Like the fact that she didn't know how many people were injured and, you know, were they breathing? Like it it was really, it was hard to hear. But very easy for us to say in hindsight, in a moment like that, uh, you can imagine that there's people running around everywhere. Everything is crazy. She would have just been told, call an ambulance. And that was all the information she had. So, yeah. She's trying to process it herself. Absolutely. It's it's, it's madness anyway. Yeah. As you said, on we will keep you updated on this uh but i mean it feels weird to say this right now (laughs) but we will we'll see you next next tuesday Tuesday. (laughs) even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.
Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, Michelle Laurie here, and as promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane, and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio, or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so you know we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian True Crime Live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out.